Last season on The Two Princes, Rupert and Amir were finally going to tie the knot when a powerful sorceress invaded their kingdom and stole Amir's memories. Thankfully, after assembling a list of magic ingredients, the princes were able to fix Amir and take back their castle. Meanwhile, Lady Cecily tried to score a date with Joan, Percy Jr. tried to plan a coup, and a little boy named Wenceslas tried to convince Rupert that his goat was really a unicorn. If any of that sounds confusing, you should probably go back and listen to the previous season, because trust me, things are only going to get much, much stranger. Good morning, Fitzroy. Yes, it is a glorious day. And do you know why? In just three days, I'll be walking down the aisle. In just three days, in our castle on the hill. I've never dressed in a royal wedding style. But in just three days, I will. Keep up, Porridge! I want to get back to the castle before Rupert wakes up. I know I saw him an hour ago, but... What can I say? I'm in love! In just three days, I will no longer be lonely. In just three days, I'll be married to my pal. I've never had someone to call my one and only, but in just three days, I shall. Good morning, Your Highness. Good morning, Chamberlain. How are the wedding preparations coming along? Everything's on schedule for Sunday, although your mother has written another letter expressing concern about the serious lack of ruffles. <laughs> oh, Amir's back. I need to go kiss my fiance. Kiss away, your highness. Kiss away. All my life I've been wasting time rehearsing for a fight that would never occur. And all my life I've been dreaming of a person, but I never ever knew who they were. In just three days, I'll be racing to the service. In just three days, I'll be pacing at the sight. And I have heard that one can die from being nervous. And in just three days, I might. All your life you've been wasting time rehearsing for a fight that would never occur. And all your life you've been dreaming of a person But you never ever knew they were <laughs> In just three days we'll have pop and we'll have circumstance In just three days we'll have cake and do the chicken dance In just three days there'll be so much freaking true romance In just three days Life is scary, life is weird And though fairy tales are nice they're rarely true And there were days when I feared that I wouldn't get to spend my life with you. But in just three days, in just three days, I do, I do, I do, I do, I do. So, how was your morning patrol? Anything exciting to report? Oh, you know, blue skies, happy villagers, total peace and harmony, the usual. Ooh, do I smell pancakes? Yes, but wait. Before we eat, I was hoping we could discuss some of my ideas for additional wedding precautions. Where should I put that list? Hey, 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 no, down, Fitzroy. What did we say about paws on the table? 
good boy. Uh, 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 porridge, porridge, no. You share those pancakes with your brother. Excuse me? Pancakes are not just for dragons. Hey, we are a family, and in this family we share. Remember? Good boy. Whew. Sorry, what was I saying? I literally have no idea. Oh, right, extra precautions. Now, I know Joan has her nice patrolling the countryside once in the morning and once at night, but I was thinking, now that we're only three days away from the big day, we really ought to consider beefing up security just to be safe. I'm thinking maybe three or four patrols a day plus another three or four at night and- Oh my gosh, Rupert, seriously. How many times do I have to tell you nothing is going to happen? I bet my life on it. Shh, shh, shh. What, are you, what are you doing? You can't say things like that. Are you trying to jinx us? Yes, my love. I'm deliberately trying to sabotage what will undoubtedly be the happiest day of my life. You've caught me. Ugh, for real, Amir, we can't take any chances. The last time we let our guard down, we almost lost our kingdom and each other. But we didn't. I know. But let's be honest. You and I are kind of lightning rods for impossible coincidences. And I'm really starting to freak out that something terrible is going to happen. I mean, we have been through so much. But if we can just walk down that aisle, then I know we'll be okay, and we'll never have to worry about anything bad happening ever again. Um, we won't? No, we won't. Look at every fairy tale ever written. What happens when the happy couple gets married? Exactly. Nothing. The story ends. Because tragedy is for single people. Married people get to live happily ever after, forever and ever, and never have problems again. Okay, I think you might have a slightly unrealistic expectation about marriage. Okay, 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 okay. Maybe that's an oversimplification. I just, I just really want to believe we're going to get our happy ending. We will. Yeah, sure. You say that now, but... No buts. Hey, Rupert, look at me. You and I are getting married on Sunday no matter what. Do you understand? I don't care if we get attacked by fire-breathing goblins. I mean, you joke, but that could totally happen. I don't care if our cutlery comes to life and tries to spoon us to death. Okay, less likely, but we do have some very suspicious salad forks. I don't care if the world ends. You and I are going to get our happy ending, and nothing and no one is going to stop us. I promise. Ah, what is that? Are we under attack? Calm down. It's the Royal Orchestra. I think they're getting ready to rehearse down in the courtyard. You want me to tell them to hold off until we finish breakfast? We could do that. Or we could sneak back to our room and have breakfast in bed. You grab the butter. I'll grab the syrup. Okay, people, quiet down. Important person talking. Now, as many of you know, the princes put me in charge of their wedding festivities as part of my punishment after a very small misunderstanding where I accidentally led a coup and tried to take over their kingdom. But that's water under the bridge. We don't need to dwell on it. Except to say that if I ever want to get back into the prince's good graces and restore the noble name of Percy, then their wedding needs to be perfect. Which means this orchestra needs to be perfect. Which means, if I hear even one wrong note on the prince's big day, I am personally going to chop off your fingers and feed them to a dragon! Okay? Are we all on the same page about what needs to happen? <laughs> now, instruments up, back straight, 
And remember, people, I want to see smiles. After all, you are doing this for love. Oh, yoo-hoo! Percy! Oh, um, Lady Cecily, what are you doing here? This really isn't a good time. I know, but I wanted to see you rehearse. And after our truly magical date last night... Oh. I mean, as I recall, we kind of just went for a walk. I wouldn't say that qualifies as a... You had me at Cecily. What are you doing here? This really isn't a good time. <sighs> okay, everyone, let's take five. Cecily, what are you doing? I told you we need to keep this relationship a secret. If a certain someone who happens to be my boss and your ex finds out we're dating, she is going to have my head. Who are you talking about? Oh, wait, do you mean Joan? Shh. You worried about Joan? Shush. Why? Joan wouldn't care. And even if Joan did, it's not like Joan has any say in whether you and I are together. You and Percy are together? Oh, no. Oh, goodness, would you look who it is. It's Joan. Funny running into you here. I mean, not really. I patrol this courtyard at this exact time every day. Oh, do you? I've never noticed. Wait, are you and Percy together? I mean, I, 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 I wouldn't say we're together. Our couple name is Cersei. You should get used to hearing it. I'm pretty sure we're going to be the next big thing. Okay. Well, great. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, I guess I shouldn't be surprised. I mean, it makes sense. The two of you are together. You both like to change teams at the drop of a hat. Excuse me? What? I'm just telling the truth. First you liked Rupert, then me, now Percy. <sighs> Maybe next month you'll be dating the Lord Chamberlain. Wow. Okay. First off, you and I never dated. Your heart is too cold and dead to ever let anyone in. Second... Percy's a new man, and the fact that he can admit his mistakes and change actually makes him super hot. <laughs> we, don't, we don't need to make this about me. Third and lastly, I know you probably expected me to chase after you for the rest of my life, but I am done throwing myself at people who don't appreciate me because, newsflash, I am freaking Awesome! I flew a ship into the Forbidden Forest and took down a dragon. I helped save the Heartland from Malkia. I have done everything that you have done, only unlike you, I did it in heels. So I'm sorry if me finally finding someone who adores and respects me upsets your jaded, bitter heart. But you know what, Joan? You had your chance. You blew it. Okay, so that was a lot. <laughs> I'm just going to go back to my orchestra and let you have whatever feelings you need to have. Hold it right there, Percy. Yes, Joan? If you want to date Cecily, be my guest. But if you hurt her, do we understand each other? How could we not? Good. Well, you better get back to your orchestra. Oh, and Percy? Yes, Joan? Try to smile. After all, you're doing this for love.
As you can see, your highnesses, we're still putting the finishing touches in the throne room for the wedding ceremony, but the chair should give you a good indication of the proposed seating arrangements. Wow. Are we really expecting this many people? Oh, certainly. Our most recent poll confirms that 95% of the Heartland now fully supports your marriage. That's great, obviously, but what's up with the other 5%? I mean, we've literally saved the world twice. What more do we have to do to get people to accept our marriage? Well, the holdouts are unfortunate, but you mustn't let them upset you, Your Highness. The Chamberlain's right, Rue. We're never going to please everyone, and we just have to be okay with that. I know. I just... I just wish everyone could see our love the way we do. I understand, Your Highness, but if you might allow an old man a brief moment of sentimentality, I would just like to say that never in all my years did I ever think I would live to see a wedding such as this, and it fills my heart with hope to see the world change so suddenly, all because two very brave people found the courage to love. Oh, well, thank you, Chamberlain. That means a lot. To both of us. Do you think, now that things are changing, do you think maybe you'll ever get married? (laughs) Oh, dear me, no. No, 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 no. It's far too late for me. But if I live long enough to see you happily married, then I will consider my life well lived. <laughs> well, now then, shall we head down to the kitchen and believe the royal pastry chef has three different wedding cakes for you to... What was that? Huh. It looks like someone's approaching the castle. Yeah. Come on. Let's go check it out. Looking even better, boy. Well, he is quite the handsome devil. Chamberlain. Hi there. Hello. Allow me to introduce myself. My name is Darling. (laughs) Prince Darling, actually. But you probably knew that. Cheekbones like these don't grow on peasants. (laughs) You must be Prince Rupert. Uh, yes. I am. Wow. You know... When people told me I had to go to the Heartland if I wanted to meet the best-looking prince on the planet, I didn't believe them. But now that I can see you in the flesh, I I can only say you are more than worth the journey. Oh, <laughs> well, I don't know if I'd say I'm the best-looking prince on the planet. I mean, if that's what people are saying, that's what people are saying, but I don't really pay attention to stuff like that. Wow, modest, funny, and beautiful. <laughs> Malkia was right. You really are the whole package. Wait, you know Malkia? Oh, love Malkia. And that cranky sister of hers, I mean, I'm living for that diva realness, am I right? Anyway, they couldn't stop talking about you, so I said to myself, Darling, you have got to meet this prince. He sounds perfect. And let me tell you something, Rupert. You do not disappoint. I'm sure if Malkia told you about Rupert, then she must also have told you about me. I'm sorry, and you are? Amir! Prince Amir. Hmm, Amir, Amir. Yeah, I don't think you came up. How do you know Rupert? I'm his fiance. Yeah, well, actually, we're we're getting married in three days. Ugh, really? Well, that figures. <laughs> I've literally spent my entire life traveling the world searching for Mr. Right, and what happens when I finally find him? He's engaged. I mean, do I have lousy timing or what? 
Oh, well, you seem pretty amazing yourself. I'm sure you'll find Mr. Wright someday. Yeah, sure. Sure. Or maybe Amir will fall off a cliff. No, no, I kid. We have fun. Seriously, I'm so happy for you both. Really, it is so great to see true love triumph. Yeah, it is. So sorry you came all this way for nothing. Have a safe trip back. Ooh, actually, I hate to be that guy, but since I'm already here and since it's such a long journey back to my kingdom in the north, would you mind if I stick around for a few days? I, I, I promise. I won't be in your way. I don't know. We're kind of busy right now. Oh my gosh. Totally. Two's company, three's a crowd. I get it. <laughs> but if you let me stay, I promise I can guarantee you the wedding of a lifetime. What do you mean? Well, I don't want to brag because that's what these thighs are for, but when I was born, I was basically so beautiful that a fairy, the queen of the fairies actually, took one look at me in my crib and decided to bless me with eternal happiness. Basically, I'm a good luck magnet. In fact, people feel so good around me that most of the time they just, well, they just break into song. Just being in the same zip code with me can make people giddy. Although whether it's my magical charm or these abs, you tell me. <laughs> Again, I kid, I kid. But in all seriousness, boys, I am offering you a golden opportunity. I'm talking music, magic, merriment. Basically, boys, I bring the party. The night that I was born, they threw a party till the early morn. They counted my fingers, they counted my toes. Then they gave me party clothes. By the time that I was three, I was a party prodigy. Don't need an RSVP. I'm the party and the party's me. You bring the big balloons, your fancy pantaloons. Pay someone to play the tunes. I bring the party. You bring the decorations, you bring the sweet libations. Don't need no invitations. I bring the party. If a party's lacking heart, I can always make it spark. It don't matter when they start, they always end at question mark. And I don't know what it is, I've always been a party whiz. I know it slaps, I know it counts. I'll take this ball and make it bounce. You bring the orders, the queens with all the curves, the army and the whole reserves. I bring the party. You bring the party hats. A sign that says congrats, the poppers and the diplomats. I bring the party. You need a party theme. Boy, I know how to choose them. You bring your inhibitions. I'll show you how to lose them. I don't know about all this. It seems like a lot. Exactly. That, that, that's what love is. A lot. <laughs> now come on, people. Let me hear you make some noise for Prince Rupert and Prince Apupoo. My name's Amir. Don't need no secret venue, stuff like truffles on the menu. When you have yours truly, then you have a P-A-R-T. Why? Why? Because I'm darling, darling. We'll bring the shiny suits, the flautists and the flutes. There is no one who disputes. I bring the party. Put on some polka dots. Some fancy silk cravats Employ the royal paparazzi Cause I bring the party We'll have our kingdom's flag Printed on the back of swag All the best dressed guests will brag That they were at the party I'll bring you Shangri-La Bring your mama and your pa As long as you bring little old moi I'll bring the party
party. Oh my gosh, that was amazing. You have to stay for the wedding. Actually, can you excuse my fiance and me for one minute? We'll be right back. Wait, what? Amir, what is wrong with you? You're not seriously considering letting this guy stay, are you? Why not? You heard him. He brings good luck wherever he goes. That's exactly what we need right now. You don't think there's something a little suspicious about this guy? I mean, he was laying it on pretty thick with all that talk about you being the best-looking prince on the planet. Um, you want to maybe think of a different way to say what you just said? Sorry, I I, I didn't mean it like that. I just, I, I just meant... I don't trust him. Oh, really? A mysterious sorceress shows up and offers to save our kingdom in exchange for your most prized possession, and you're like, sure, sounds good, I have no questions, but a handsome single prince tells me I'm beautiful, and suddenly you have trust issues? Okay, I know how it sounds, but this isn't about me being jealous. Oh, it is definitely about you being jealous, and you know what? What? It's adorable. I'm not jealous! Good. Then if Prince Darling wants to stick around and bless our marriage with fairy magic, I say we let him. I mean, maybe, with him protecting the castle, I can finally stop worrying about everything falling apart and actually enjoy our wedding. (sighs) Okay. I still don't like it, but if it'll put your fears to rest, I guess Darling can stay. Thank you. And I promise, we are making the right call. I mean, think about it. For once in our life, we've actually got magic on our side for a change. What could go wrong? Hey-ho, hey-ho, the easy life for me. I ain't got no problems, and no problems I've got me. Come on, Cedric. Come on, Crazy Tooth. Sing along, huh? I float from town to town just like a leaf upon the breeze. And say, hey-ho, hey-ho, the easy life. Whoa, steady. Just a bit of thunder, nothing to worry about. Although now that I'll take a look around, I fear we do seem to have drifted off course. Cedric, you sure this is the quickest road to the heartland? Cedric, crazy tooth. Oh, you loitering lay about where you've got off to. Come on, get back here. We need to reach a castle by morning. Everyone from the east and west will be there, which means we'll have the perfect opportunity to unveil our latest theatrical production, The Two Princes, Part Two, Revenge of the Chat. Cedric, Crazy Tooth. Hello? Someone out there? Oh, what was that? Ah, oh, steady go. I think there's something moving through the trees. Ah, oh, brace yourself, it's coming this way. We have to run. Oh, sweet Merlin. It's you. Now, we have to warn the princes. <laughs> You're that little pipsqueak who runs a zoo up in the hinterlands. Wenchless, isn't it? We have to run. Look here, my little gutter pigeon. What's going on? There's no time to explain. We have to go. It's coming. Hold on now. What's coming? The end. The end? The end of what? Everything. Don't you understand? It's the end of the world.
Two Princes was created and written by Kevin Christopher Snipes and directed by Mimi O'Donnell. Music and lyrics by Matt Schatz, with performances by Noah Galvin, Ariel Stachel, Alfredo Narciso, Gideon Glick, Mandy Masden, Samira Wiley, Wesley Taylor and Jonah Fields. Executive producer Mimi O'Donnell, senior producer Katie Pastor, associate producer Julie Bolevsky. Recorded and mixed by Jonathan Roberts, engineered by Armando Serrano, sound design by Daniel Brunel, music direction by Jonathan Roberts, score by Greg Laswell, theme music and additional scoring by Bobby Lord. The Two Princes is a Spotify original podcast and Gimlet production. Production.